Welcome to the Janelle Gets Free Business Coaching Podcast with me. I'm Sarah Yost. I'm the I'm the coach in this arrangement. Sometimes. <laughs> and I'm Janelle Robinson. I'm the one getting free shit. Yeah. So welcome to our podcast. What are we gonna talk about today? We are gonna talk about money mindset. Um, mm. because I am freaking the fuck out because mm-hmm. I'm getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. And I Trying to not be hard on myself. I didn't work, and when I did work, I just spent it on fun stuff because my husband made all the money. And you shouldn't do that, even if you think he's the love of your life. Because shit happens. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you don't have any money. All of a sudden. Yeah. Okay. So, you need money. Yes. What do you think about that? It's very stressful, and it's a position I never wanted to be in. When you think this is a position I never wanted to be in, how do you feel? Scared and stressed. And when you're scared and stressed, what do you do? Um, Eat Mm -hmm. and cry and get so overwhelmed that I don't do anything. Mm -hmm. Or start doing 18 million things Mm -hmm. to try to figure out how to make money that I don't focus on the one thing mm-hmm. and so the result of that is you just stay in this position that you never wanted to be in yep so let me just start by pointing out the way you're thinking about this I'll, just from the beginning you reporting this to me like as if it's a fact well I'm in this position I never wanted to be in so let's talk about my money mindset I'm in this position that I never wanted to be in, so I need to change my money mindset, so I need to do something. You're you're just starting from a place that creates fear and stress. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. So and this is like thoughts are really sneaky. The way we think about them really, really matters. And we are we can talk more about money mindset and talk about how you're creating stress and see if we can change your the amount of money you have in your account for sure. But let's just start with seeing that. When you think the thought, this is a position I ever wanted to be in, that thought creates fear. Hmm. Hmm. I actually would rather be in this situation than the situation that I was in. Oh, interesting. Um, so it's not even true. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. I just liked my money being taken care of Why? by someone else. Why? Because I don't have to stress about it. You don't have to stress about it now. And you did stress about it. Anyway. Oh, Sarah, I know everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should hear me in therapy. <laughs> um... So you're telling yourself this story. Tell me where I'm wrong, okay? This is what I've noticed, what I'm noticing. You tell yourself this story that when somebody else was taking care of your money, you didn't have to stress about it. You weren't stressed about it. You could just create and raise your daughter and not worry about things because someone else is taking care of your money. Yes. But what I've observed in you, what you've told me is, Ryan's bringing home the money, but I want to bring home money. And I'm not bringing home money. 
and I'm taking care of Chelsea and I'm stressed because I want to be working, but I also feel guilty because I'm not with Chelsea. Like you had, you had plenty of stress that you were creating for yourself, even when your husband was providing the money. Touche. Touche. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Yeah. Um, Only hire a a coach if you want, like, the honest truth. Yeah. But it's just good to see, like, you're telling yourself sort of a, sort of a fantasy story. Like, oh, there was a time that I didn't have to worry about money. And then I didn't have to worry about money when somebody else was doing it. But that fantasy isn't at all true. No. And for you, it wasn't. He would make jokes that I wasn't making money. Yeah. And it's, and he, I don't, I don't think he was meaning to be harsh about it, but right. it hurt. Like, yeah. And so I was a, stressed about it because I was like, well, what do you want me to do? You want me to stay home with our daughter or do you want me to fucking work? Uh-huh. So. I was stressed about money. You were. Not just okay. because Ryan made comments, but because you had lots of class that created stress around money. Yeah. Um, I love stressing about money. Oh, why? Because it's all my parents did when I was growing up. Okay, so it's familiar. Yes. Yeah. So it's good to know, like... What am I supposed to do if I'm not stressing about money? What would you do if you weren't stressing about money? That's a good question. I honestly don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, probably enjoying life a little bit more. It's time for that shit. <laughs> I'm stressing out money. I don't. <laughs> right. Um, I'd probably be more present with my daughter when I'm around her. Yeah. I'd be. I'd be going out a lot more. I'd be drinking a lot more coffee outside of my house. Mm. Mm. Coffee. Mm-hmm. Um. I'd be traveling more if money wasn't an issue, or if I wasn't stressing about money. It's still Those two are not the same thing, let's be clear. Having money and stressing about money is different. Mm-hmm. You could have money and stress about money. See exhibit A five minutes ago when we were talking <laughs> about your marriage when there was lots of money and you were stressed about money. Okay? You could. You could also have money and not stress about it. You could also have no money and not stress about it. You could have no money and stress about it. Like, you get to decide. I'd like to have money and not stress about it. Right. That's That'd be super fun. Let's I would love that. it. <laughs> yeah, let's pick that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but would you? Like, what are, like, play with me here for a second. No. <laughs> Listener. <laughs> Just waggle your eyebrows at me. Um... Like, what would it cost you to not stress about money? What would, what's the downside of that? I know it's kind of illogical, but there's some reason why you think it's a good idea to stress about it. So let's just talk about it. Survivor's guilt. Survivor's guilt. Say more. So my family is not rich yeah. by any means. Yeah. Paycheck to paycheck. My mom, oh my God, my mom is a miracle worker with money, though. Yeah? She... We were always, I mean, not always, like, super poor, but we were poor. But I never went to bed hungry. Yeah. There was always, and there were always vegetables around. Like, my mom 
my mom can look in the cabinet and make something delicious. Yeah. With just whatever's laying around. Yeah. Um, I wish that I was that good at that. Yeah. But I'm a meal pleader and I have to do stuff. Oh, but, so I've been getting in perfect foods. This is a little thing. Um, if you want to get in perfect foods, I will post my little <laughs> referral. I love it because it's eco-friendly and really cheap and I eat more vegetables. But my fridge keeps freezing my fucking vegetables. And mm. so I just, I got my box yesterday and I just threw all of the vegetables. Like I got tomatoes and green beans and broccoli and potatoes mm. and onions and Brussels sprouts and a couple of other things and I just chopped them up and threw them and baked them all together. Yeah. And then fried up some polenta and did some pasta sauce. It was so good. So good. So anyway, in perfect foods, get that shit. Um, but if you want to join the hunt, just tell them Sarah Yost sent you. Yeah. <laughs> or, or Janelle. Or we could Whoever say Sarah like and Janelle and then we can ask <laughs> about split. more. We can ask how to market our podcast. Yeah. So anyway, um, <laughs> back back to Janelle not wanting to talk about survivor skill <laughs> and using um, recipes as a way to distract me, like I'm some substitute teacher that she can run around. So survivor yeah. skill. So you. I was didn't... always well behaved with a substitute teacher. Oh, I, I see hated you. when people didn't. I know. You're a good girl. Uh -huh. Sometimes. So tell me about survivor skill. So, so what would people think of you if you had money and they didn't? They'd probably be proud of me, but in my head I'm... What do you think? But yeah, let's talk about the illogical part. Like, What do you think? They'd be like, God, that bitch. Or, yeah, she's why better, is she she's helping better me? Than us. Yeah. Maybe I'll call her for a loan. Mm -hmm, what else? Which I do not loan money. Okay. You never loan money that you can't give away, so just give it away and not worry about it. Yeah. If it's, and I'm very specific, but anyway, that's a different story, and that's, again, me rambling, so I don't have to talk about it. Do you have a recipe to go with that? <laughs> I would do. It's called Shut the Fuck Up. <laughs> would you like a Shut the Fuck Up cupcake? It starts with you shutting the fuck up. Um, or like, oh, I can't believe they're going on another vacation. Like, I have to pay off my bills, blah, blah, blah. But I have to pay off my bills, and they're over there having fun? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What would they think about you? What kind of person would they think you are? Selfish. Selfish. Which I'm definitely not selfish. Mm -hmm. I need to be more selfish. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so people would think that you're selfish. They would see you having fun and call you a bitch. Would you be able to, like, stay close friends with them or in close relationship with them if you had money and they didn't? In my head or no? Like, the crazy illogical? The illogical part. That's not what we're talking about. No, they're not going to want to be friends with me anymore. Totally. Why not? They don't like rich people? Yeah. I don't like rich people. They think I'm just some lucky bitch, which I'm rereading that book. So, because... Do you like rich people? Yeah. Do you see rich people and like a little bit of you is like, oh, fuck you. Must be nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I do that with skinny people too. But then mm -hmm. I ha I do quickly remind myself like, I could be skinny if I yeah. didn't eat chocolate and ice cream and walk out every day. 
you could be rich if you created that money and value also. Yep. So it's a subconsciously I'm like, fuck you. And then I'm like, why? Yeah. Yeah, so that's there's... the weird thing about brains. It's like a lot of you could be like, yeah, we're going to champion each other. And I love, you know, when somebody else is rich and I love when somebody else is thin. And, and that is true. And then it's also sometimes true that you fucking hate them. Because mm-hmm. it must be nice. You must be charmed. People with husbands that come home every night. Right. When I was married. No. Right. Still with solo parenting. Right. Like, why are they complaining their husband's home? Right. And they're like, why is she complaining her husband's gone? <laughs> right? <laughs> yep. The grass is greener. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because... One less person to pick up after. One less person to pick up after. One less person to interfere with how I'm parenting. One less, you know... For sure. People think all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And what you're talking about is, um, you know, it's just really easy to think that our experience of the world is dependent on the size of our body, the amount in our checking account, what our husband does or doesn't do. But it never is. It's never determined by the external things. And so if you see somebody who's thin and you hate them, it might be useful. Like, this isn't a place of judging. Like, we're not here to judge you for that. We all have a little bit of, you know, a little, you know, you know, anybody who's listening, ask yourself, where do you envy people? You know, right or wrong, where do you experience envy or jealousy? Or where does that, you know, that, that cringe pop up that, you know, I want that. Well, and I originally, I try not talking about my marriage because I don't want to badmouth him or anything, but I, I think that it's also very important to me to have tough conversations like this Yeah, for people to listen to because I'm not the only one that sees a skinny bitch and is like, fuck you. Totally. Or like, and I, I'm friends with a lot of skinny people. Yeah. And I have a cousin that wants to go to Overeaters Anonymous even though she's like a size six. Because she overeats. Mm-hmm. And she's like, but I think that if I walked in there, they would hate me. Like, yeah. um, and so, which, damn it, now people are going to know which cousin. <laughs> oh, there's two actually skinny ones. All yeah. right. <laughs> uh-huh. Super funny. I remember I just, that. I remember losing weight, and then I remember people treating me differently. People being like, oh, I hate you. And I'd be like, why do you hate me? Like, this was really hard. Yeah. And also, why do you hate me? Yeah, why aren't you proud of me? And, like... And why are we only going to be friends if my ass is big? And why do you hate me because my ass is small? And why do we even... Why does my body shape... Why are we talking about my body shape? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been on both sides of that. Well, and it's not... When I'm talking about, like, fuck you skinny people, it's never people that I know. Mm. Because I know their backstory. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's the bitches on Instagram. Do you think your family knows your backstory? About what? Your money? Yes. What do you mean? So even if your family were to judge somebody who's rich, a stranger that they didn't know, they'd probably have more compassion for somebody that they do know. Yes. It's all illogical in my head. No, I know. I'm fully aware of that. No, 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 I know. Yeah, but we need to, like, take care of that 10% illogical part. Yeah. Yeah. If... 
and it's but it's also they're very rooted in the Christian faith uh -huh. and a lot of that is sacrifice mm, you have to sacrifice yeah to be a good person you have to sacrifice and I think that's stuck in my head too so even if that were true that you that it, that sacrifice were required for to be a good person do you think that um, having money means that you don't sacrifice no mm. that's just how my family sacrifice right so, because they're in ministry, and right now they're in a, they work at a recovery church, and so they work with a lot of ex-addicts and whatnot, and so a lot in a lot of people in that grouping, they don't make a lot of money, so the tithing is slow, and mm -hmm. so that's how my parents sacrifice. Mm -hmm. But I would like to sacrifice by donating money to causes I care about. What if from you my big ass bank account. Yeah. What would you do with lots of money? Oh my god, I would plant so many trees. And I would hire ex felons as long as they weren't violent towards women. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, ex felons who hadn't hurt women. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would donate so much money to so many causes. Like, I have too many causes that I love. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. Okay. Um, I would travel all the time, and I would make sure my daughter has really great education. Yeah. You think the world would be any better if you did that? Fuck yeah. There's so many, okay, so this is part of that book that I love so much, Get Rich Lucky Bitch. Yeah. I'm reading it for a second time, and one thing that stuck out was there are so many shitty people with money. Why not you? Right. Like, and... Money, we think that money makes people bad. Right. Money just amplifies who you are. So totally. if you're a good person, amplifying it means you're going to be an even better person right. with more impact. So yeah. I need to remind myself that. Yeah. And all of that is good, like, on a, you know, overall view. But when you're thinking about how it's going to affect the close relationships in your life, that's when it gets really difficult yeah. to have money. And then when I think about my family, I very I stress out about money even more. Okay. Because my parents don't have a retirement, and so that's one of the reasons I wanted. Even with my marriage, I wanted to make a lot of money to put aside for my parents so that I could take care of them in old age. Because our <laughs> our country is really messed up, and when you're old and sick and poor, it's very hard to get care. Yeah. And it's. And even my grandparents, they retired years ago with a lot of money. And because they're living longer than they thought, yeah, they have to be very scarce. Yeah. And they're in a position they never thought they would be in. And nobody yeah. thought they would be in because they were so good with money their whole life. Yeah. But now they're outliving, you know. Right. What you think. Healthcare has exceeded their bank account. Yeah. Or whatever. You know, and they're not. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of good reasons for you to make money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, how do you feel about um, the amount of money that you have right now? Um. 
What was the question? Okay, that was a weird hiccup. We just had to stop our recording and um, now we're back. Now we're back. What was happening? We were talking about. I asked you. I asked you a really good question, which was, "How do you feel about the amount of money that you have right now?" Not good. Say more about not good. So I know that I'm doing. We're splitting money, mm-hmm. but our expenses are pretty high, mm-hmm. and we want to keep the house. Mm-hmm. And I, I could not on my own. I could not cover one month. Okay. And that's very stressful. Okay. Um, so when you think about the amount of money that you have right now, you think, I could not cover one month of expenses. Yeah. Okay. I could not cover one month of expenses. How do you feel about that? Stressed out. Why? Because in one month I could be homeless. That would never happen because my husband, my ex-husband would not allow that for my daughter and I but it's so in one month I could be homeless yeah and that feels stressful yeah everybody could be homeless so when you think in one month I could be homeless and you feel stress what actions do you take you're gonna be so mad (laughs) do you make food and tell me the recipe no I signed up for Fiverr last night Uh uh-huh so to do um, editing work and I'm gonna put on some social media stuff, and then I'll be uploading more watercolors to my Etsy site. <clears throat> so I won't be focusing on one thing. Mm. Um, but when you think the thought, in one month I could be homeless, how do you feel? Stressed? Like I'm going to puke. Yeah. And <laughs> what do you do when you feel stressed? Snap at people. Snap? Mm-hmm. What else? Eat sugar. Mm-hmm. Um... Sometimes I get so stressed and overwhelmed that I just lay in bed and watch TV. Mm-hmm. And now snuggle my new dog. Mm-hmm. His name is Chip, and I love him. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't ready for a new human man, so I just got a, a new dog man. Yeah. For my life. And he's cute. And he's a champ. I have to rename him, but yeah. Okay. And the result is that nothing changes about your account. You could still be homeless in one month. Yes, thank you. Okay. So it's just good to see, like, the way that you're thinking about it is yes. creating stress. Yeah. It's not the amount in your account. It's not the amount in your account. Can you say that one more time? It's not the amount in your account. <laughs> it's the belief in one month I could be homeless. It's very stressful. I remember going through that, and I would think... You know, thoughts like, it could all fall apart, I'm one step away from being homeless, you know, I don't know where I'm going to, I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills, blah, blah, blah. All versions of in one month I could be homeless, you know? And what I started doing was I started seeing all of the things that were between me and being homeless. And I would see, oh, there's a television, I could sell that television. Oh, there's a house, I could sell this house. Oh, there's a lot of clothes I had money for at one time. I could sell these clothes. Oh, and I just, I would literally just start, because it would grip me with so much terror. It's so terrifying. 
to think about in one month I could be homeless. For me, it was terrifying. You, you call it stress. For me, it was terrifying. It was terror. Because I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. Yep. And to create a little space, I would start looking at all the things that stood between me and homelessness. It didn't, that didn't create money in my business. But it got me out of terror, which got me to a place of stability, which allowed me to create money in my business. But from terror, you don't create a solid business. Yeah. Well, if all else fails, my grandparents have an extra room. I mean, really. My aunt like, maybe you don't want to live with your aunt. You don't want to live with your grandparents. Has extra room. And you don't want to live with your mother-in-law. But you could do all of those things. Mm-hmm. I could get a full-time job. I could mm-hmm. do sex work. I could. Yes. I could I hear you give work. great blowies. <laughs> Did it? I sent you my reference list. <laughs> um, I'm not hiring, so I'm not who you would send that to. But you don't get blowjobs on a rig. I don't get them. No. No. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of things. I could do a GoFundMe. I don't think anybody that I know would let me go homeless. Right. I could go live with a friend. Like. Yeah. You could sell your TV. I could sell my TV and wear my wedding ring or yeah. my body. Yeah. Yeah. So. So all of that to keep you out of terror and super stress. Well, and I, I know the amount that I'm getting from the divorce because of our savings. Mm-hmm. I'm getting half. Okay. And I could get through six months with that. Without doing anything? Without doing anything. So, okay, there's that. Okay. But then I think about retirement, and I kind of want to just put it into savings and investments and shit. Yeah, so all of those are decisions that you can figure out, and I can help you figure out if you want my help. But we have to get you out of stress, because what stress does, the stress cycle for you, is it puts you on your bed in front of Netflix eating. I'm feeling like shit because I need it. So I talked to my mom and my sister about this a little bit, and my mom said the one thing is start eating healthier. Do yourself a favor and stop eating junk because that makes you feel like junk which makes you not do anything and then you're too tired to make healthy like except if you're the like, thing that drove the stress like if you back it up even further yeah was believing i'm one step away from being homeless right right but you tell yourself that and it creates panic like, I feel like a squirrel that totally didn't, didn't get all the nuts and it's yeah. November. Yeah. That's how I feel right now. Yeah. And anybody listening, even if you're in a really great marriage, have some of your money own money. Your shoe to get home. Yeah. So tell me about, now you're not in trouble for getting on Fiverr, etc. I'm not going to give you a bunch of shit about that. I think that sometimes we have to make, you know, first of all, trying to build a business from being broke is fucking hard. Trying to build a business from terror is impossible. Try, You know, like if you're going to build your business and it needs to sustain you, we need to get your mindset. Like it's hard. It's a lot to ask of a business. It's not, it's not even very nice to ask your business to support you when it's new. So, um, there may be reasons why you choose to do that. I did decide to rebuild my business from that place. And there were some reasons I decided to. And there were some 
some ways that I made it very difficult for myself as a result. So I don't recommend it unless there's a good reason for it. And so that means that you need to get your bread and butter covered. So either you get your mindset around and you get rid of terror and stress and you build your business from a place of abundance, which is kind of fucking hard when you're getting a divorce and broke. And it's just hard. It's not impossible. It's all mental. It's just, let's just deal with like what's difficult, you know, and, or we figure out a way for you to get some bread and butter. And so you can calm down and let your business support itself and not you. Yeah. What do you think about that overall concept? I think having a little bit of bread and butter while we work on the mindset yeah. is the best idea. Yeah. Because I'm not, it's not like I'm going to wake up tomorrow after this fucking conversation and be like, abundance! <laughs> like, <laughs> you'll be like, oh, glimmer of abundance, that's really nice. Oh my God, except I'm fucking dying. Everybody's going to hate me. What am I going to do? <laughs> oh, wait, what was that? Something about abundance? Yeah. I mean, it's just so I think, like hard. I think there's a balance there yeah. that I don't have to do one or the other. No. And I, because my I have my daughter and my soon-to-be ex-husband is in the military, I, I don't know, I can't get a full-time job until summer. So now I'm looking at, like, like VA, how to be a VA for a couple hours a week. You would be a terrible VA, and you hate it. Those were your words, not mine. Remember when you tried that before? Yeah, but sh I know they're not all like that. Yeah. They're that different one, personality types. But one of the things I that, just need a to-do list and I can get it done. Okay. But that person wasn't. Okay. That person was working in a... mindset of stress. Yeah. Do you want to do people's social media? Because everybody's looking. Yeah. Oh, why I do you do that? Yeah. That's the other thing I was going to put on Fiverr. So let's talk to about... make graphics for them. Because a lot of people... And it's so easy for me. And I'm just like, oh, here's a graphic. This goes with your brand. Yeah. Because I've done all the work for branding, I know yeah. I can look at somebody's yeah. original stuff. And that's kind of what I, so for Fiverr, I was like, I'll edit images to whatever you, your editing style is like, because the great thing about personal brand photography is I edit differently every single time. Right. Most photographers, they have a specific style. For me, it's whatever style that brand is. So if you're mm. like a Ooh, clean woman, yeah. like... If you're a clean lifestyle, white walls, light and airy, I can do that. Mm -hmm. If you're more moody and sexy, I can do that. If you mm -hmm. need it, if you're very much about authenticity, I can edit just barely. Mm -hmm. Just to make it look a little... Mm -hmm. Shinier. A little shinier, yeah. And so that's one of the great things about me is I can edit any way. My, <laughs> I, I need to do a post still. That my Instagram looks like this, so yours can look like this. And mine is a hot mess, and yours is perfectly mm -hmm. cohesive. Mm -hmm. Because that's what I do. Mm -hmm. So. So tell me about <clears throat> when you check the action of getting on Fiverr, updating your Etsy shop. What else did you do? Cried. And then I text all my girlfriends to give me compliments. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they delivered. Yeah, that's great. Also, I wanted to say this, that if you are even in a relationship or married and it's really good, still make outside girlfriend connections. Mm. One of the biggest pet peeves I had, especially in Okinawa, was I only heard from certain women when their husbands were gone. Mm. And I understand that the world that we were, I was in, you only get your husband for a certain amount of time. But you can't just drop everybody else. Right. Like, they go to work still. Right. They still... Or do a couple's date. Do you know right. what I mean? And I... So I actually stopped hanging out with a certain couple of women because they only contacted me when their husband was gone. And I'm not a placeholder. Yeah. I, mm. I deserve so much more mm. mm-hmm. out of a friendship. And so... But because that's my strong belief and I built such a great network of women mm-hmm. um I have about 30 women that I talk to about my divorce when things get shitty mm-hmm. and it's I had somebody come over and sit I had two women come sit with me the day after mm. I had somebody send me food so that I didn't have to worry mm. about feeding Chelsea or I and like then somebody sent me on a lunch and a manicure date paid for mm. like I just women help women and it's really important to have those. Like, I cry more about the overwhelming yeah. love that I feel after yeah. the divorce than the actual divorce. Yeah. Like, I invest in good women friendships is That's what good. I would say. That's good advice. Um, and I was thinking about that. I was like, I have to say this on the air. Yeah. So, um, but that I text a couple women because I was having a hard time and I was like, can you just send me compliments and like memes? Yeah. <laughs> like, because sometimes that's all you need. Like you just need, and I, I know real confidence comes Whatever. within, but it's helpful to have. Totally. I call my best friend sometimes and I'm like, um, do you like me? <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, I text. And it's so like vulnerable and she's so loving. and She always laughs and she's like, I do. You're really cool. <laughs> I just sent. I just sent text and said compliment me, or or compliments please. And one friend was like, "You're funny." And I was like, "Oh, I guess she doesn't want to give me any compliments." But it was one of her compliments. <laughs> like, "You're so funny. You just sent me compliments, yeah. please." And then she like went on with more compliments, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, she's not making fun of me. She's actually doing what I asked." So, so when you took the, so that's really good advice, and I'm glad you said that. Yeah. And I think it's an important distinction. Like, we're supposed to have internal confidence, but we're not a fucking island. So yeah. my position is you need to create 70% of your own confidence, and the 30% can come from other people. Yeah. So just because real talk time, yeah. right? So when you got on Fiverr and Etsy, and you updated your Etsy shop, Etsy shop. I've not done that. I just did Fiverr. So when you got on Fiverr, how did you feel when you got on Fiverr? I don't want to use this word lightly because it's not... I felt manic. Okay. Yeah. Like, like real excited. I gotta do this right now or else I'm gonna die. <laughs> like, so when you think I gotta do this or I'm gonna die, you feel manic. Yeah. And then you get on fiber. And I understand bipolar disorder is very serious and it's you're manic for days and weeks and whatnot. But yeah, that's how I felt. Yeah. And so the result is you got to do this or you're going to die. Like you're still in this 
dying cycle. Yeah. This will save me. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. And that um, is not very sustainable. Like, creating out of mania or excitement is not very sustainable either. No. And so it's just another piece that it's a little bit more fun than laying and watching Netflix and eating. And you feel a little more productive. I mean, a little. But one of the things that you said that you do when you're stressed is you either underact or you overact. And so I don't want you to make your decisions from that place either because it's not sustainable. Well, I, yeah. And I was thinking of that while I was filling out my type. I was like, I know exactly what Sarah's going to say. <laughs> so but I have may... to do something. Okay. Yeah. So, um, think back to another time in your life when you felt like this, this kind of like, Inaction, overaction, inaction, overaction. Can you imagine? Can you put yourself there? Probably when I was getting married. But it was a lot more overaction. Mm -hmm. So I got married. He proposed and we got married within two months. Okay. We had a real wedding. Okay. I was planning my wedding. I was working full time over 40 hours a week. Okay. Which I had to drive 30 minutes each way. Okay. And I was going to school full time. And taking care of the house and feeding myself because Ryan was on and then um, in training. Okay. And so you were doing a lot of overacting and underacting. Did you think you were going to die? Probably not because I was so excited I was getting married. Well, tell me about the time when you like thought you were going to die if you didn't do a bunch of shit. Just a time that you were stressed. Maybe another time you were stressed about money or... Oh, the other time that I fucked myself over with finances because okay. of a man. Okay. And we broke up, and I was the only one on the lease, and we had a savings account together, and he stole that money. Uh-huh. And then I had to move quickly and do all the cleaning myself. Thank God for my family. Shout okay. out to Mom, Dad, and Spencer. Yeah. They came and helped me clean my apartment out. Yeah. Um, but I was freaking out about bills. I was freaking out. Um, I started dating this crazy man and mm -hmm. just trying to fill time with other talking to other men on apps yeah. and stuff yeah which I'm not doing anytime soon yeah. um <clears throat> but just like that was also very manic but okay. that was very that was a very very toxic relationship where I ended up drinking 40s in my closet because he didn't approve of alcohol even though I was 22 okay um and so, so I would go sit in it was a walk-in closet so it wasn't that bad but mm -hmm. I'd sit in there and drink and then hide the bottles so he didn't find them okay so that was the end of that <laughs> so that's the way you behave from this mm -hmm. stress cycle this stress place you make decisions. You probably thought, I have to do something. I have to talk to somebody. I have to do something. Well, and previously, I've numbed the pain with alcohol. But I am doing a year sober. Okay. For, for my sake, so that I don't make stupid decisions while drunk. Okay. For Chelsea's sake, so that she's safe. I'll wait. There's, I will always be able to drive her to the hospital if something bad happens. Right. Like in the middle of the night. Right. Um, out of... I don't have the time now that I have to really build my empire <laughs> right. to be drinking. Yeah. And I don't, I can't drink beer or wine. They both make me really sick. Okay. And so it's only hard liquor, which is never a good idea for me. So like just tequila on a Tuesday is not great? 
uh, rum and cokes are my thing. Okay. Um, so, what, like, tell me about a time when you feel like you make good decisions. Decisions that you're proud of, that work for you. When I'm here at the Hive. Mm. How do you feel? Empowered, and I'm surrounded by women that support me. Or will call me out if it's not a good idea. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel supported in a healthy way here. Okay. So when you feel supported, when you believe that you're supported, you feel empowered. Yes. Okay. And when you believe I'm being supported, and you have evidence, it's like, these women will call me out, or these women will build me up, or these women will compliment me, or these women will laugh with me, or these women will do business with me, or I'll do business with them. I believe I'm supported here. And then you feel empowered. And what kinds of actions do you take when you feel empowered? Because you believe that you're supported. I reach out to people that have kind of given me a little bit of a hint that they're interested. Okay. And make coffees. Yeah. I'm out and about and I show up on my social media more. Yeah. Um, like, I've posted two pictures of myself this week. I know your social media is great. Like, I've, I, you know energy feels good it doesn't feel desperate it feels genuine it feels present um i also am a much better mom when i when you believe you're supported and you feel empowered um, you're a better yeah, mom because i'm not snappy or stressed and right instead of thinking of all the things i need to do i'm just hanging out with my kid right okay i when i so if you were at I the create height. art and shit, like yesterday, uh -huh. I just, I did a, I had way too much fruit that I was not going to eat, so I cut it all up and uh -huh. took pictures, just for shits and giggles, and that felt good. Yeah. So I, I'm more creative. Yeah. So You're more creative? Yes. So, so when you believe you're supported and you feel empowered, you're more creative. Yes. You reach out. You see opportunity. Yes. You do things. And versus when you think, if I don't do it, I'm going to die, mm -hmm. which you also do things. But they're not great. So what would you do um, for bread and butter if you felt empowered? If you felt empowered and you were like, I don't want my business to, you know, real talk here, I'm going to be up and down. What can I do to support myself? I'd love to work for a nonprofit. You want a job? Yeah, but then I can't. I don't know. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. You because don't have to have an answer. But notice that when you feel empowered, because you believe you're supported, you make better choices. Yes. So let's keep you there as much as possible. Okay. And we'll figure it out from there. My issue right now is childcare for my daughter. Okay. If you felt empowered because you believed you're supported, would you be more creative in figuring out childcare for your daughter? And it really isn't that hard. It's hire a babysitter on Thursdays and maybe hire a nanny for a couple hours every afternoon after school. Mm -hmm. Shit, I just solved my problem. Damn. I can get a full-time job now. Oh. But because my husband will have her on the weekends when he's home, I can book all my shoots on the weekends and just okay. make extra. Yeah. And a lot of people want to shoot on the weekends. So keep yourself in that place of feeling empowered and believing that you're supported. When you believe you're supported. I already feel better. Yeah. 
Like, even just talking about this. I knew, and I didn't want to talk about it, but I did. Yeah. I'm so glad. Because yeah. this is so much, like, you know how to, you know how to have a strong money mindset. It's yes. just when you're in terror, all you can see is lack. And by you, I mean anybody. Yeah. And that's, so I thank you for this because I think it's really illuminating for everybody. Well, I'm rereading that book and I'm trying to do mantras. Um, I do, I'm not sleeping well. Let me point out that when you believe I'm supported, you feel empowered, you make creative decisions. How about that as your mantra? I am supported. Yep. Um, I'm not sleeping well, okay. and when I do sleep, I have really terrible nightmares. Okay. So eventually, when I get over that part of this divorce process, um, I'd like to set morning routines. Okay. But I am not there yet. Nope. Right now, so, what we're going to do is right now feed you it's the when I feel good, I do it. Yep. Yep. That's good. Um, and some of the best advice, and if you are going through divorce too, the best advice I've gotten is let yourself feel how you feel. Stop. Don't do it under the rug because that's also something that I do is I go into survival mode. Yeah. And I block everything else out and I just do what I need to do. But then I don't process it and then yeah. it just fucks yeah. everything up. And it's like so, short-term effective, long-term not effective. Short-term so, questionably effective. So right now on days that Chelsea's in school or whatever and if I'm – there was a day that I just cried and cried and cried, and I had have my friend come over and help me take care of Chelsea mm -hmm. because I just couldn't. Yeah. Um, and again, well, you're really supportive. Female support yeah. system. I am so. I don't want to say blessed or lucky because I, I put time and effort into yeah. meeting these women, and yeah. I would do the same for them. Yeah. Like. But, I also feel blessed and lucky that yeah. I, I'm getting it reciprocated. Yeah. Um. So just let yourself feel it, and then, you know, the yeah. next day I felt super empowered and amazing. Totally, yeah, 100%. And that's when I cut off my hair. And she looks amazing. Isn't it? Hair. And I was looking at myself, and I was like, damn, I should have done this a long time ago. Damn. Because it has shape, and I just don't look like a Zen housewife. I look like I put some effort in, even though I just did the same blow-drying bullshit I did with my long, long hair. Yeah. Okay, good stuff. You keep feeding yourself the belief that you're supported. supported. Which I am. I know you are. It's easy just, for you to believe. You just need to remember. Yeah. That's good. Alright. Oh, another up! No, you're not. I'm just, that was not our outro. Oh. I was waiting for you to <laughs> stop recording. <laughs>